You want to make sure that when you see that the actions that you don't like, it's the exception, not the rule, right? Because we've been flip-flopping it. We see things that we don't like and we're like, see, that's how it always is. And we're expecting the exception to come through and fix everything. But our language isn't set up to do that. What is up, my fellow dreamers and soul searchers? Welcome to the Roxy Talks Manifestation Podcast, your raw, unfiltered, and unapologetic source for all things manifestation related. I'm Roxy Lee, and for the last decade, I have been researching and developing my signature 360 method, which combines behavioral science, quantum physics, and the law of attraction to help you manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Visit RoxyTalks.com for more info. Now, let's get into it. Um, okay, opinions on manifesting perfect health. So first off, I have a I actually have a couple of videos. Um there is a Mindset Monday episode from it's almost exactly a year. It would probably be the beginning of June 2020, 20, excuse me, 2021. And I'm wearing a white shirt. Um there's the Mindset Monday and then there is a podcast episode from around the same time end of end of May early June 2021 where I discuss manifesting physical healing in your body. And, um, in the mindset Monday video, actually in both videos, I was suffering from Bell's palsy at the time. So, you know, it was, it was a really difficult time for me, but I, but, um, you know, I'm showing in real time how to deal with an illness or something that's like really hard. Like, you know, I'm sitting there with half my face, not working and I'm affirming through it on that video call on the Mindset Monday. Um, so I would direct you there to show you like how. Um, and then in the podcast episode, I, I have like a four-step process for healing and I break it down in the podcast episode. Um, I would say definitely dive into that. And then Joe Dispenza also does a lot on healing and healing with the mind. Like how to do that, I guess. But so I'll say this. My four-step process is number one is dis disidentifying, disassociating with the illness. So, so first off, I would never call incurable again. I would erase lifelong as well. So I and also let's let me talk about mine. I'm more comfortable saying Bell's palsy now, but at the time I wouldn't say it. I wouldn't even use the word. I changed the word. So if I heard it or I had to say it, I would change it in my mind to Belle's perfection. Cause I was like, okay, Belle's a Disney princess. She has a perfectly symmetrical face. I have a perfectly symmetrical face, blah, 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 whatever. So I changed it in my mind to Belle's perfection. That's what I called it. And so that was step one. And I don't have the other thing. I have Belle's perfection because I look like a fucking Disney princess. And do you see how symmetrical and perfect my face is? Like that's that's where my mind would go. This is how I describe it when it would come up my mind. And if somebody would say it or if, you know, I have to talk to the doctor or if I'm talking to people or whatever it is, anytime I would think about it, look in the mirror, obviously, I would have to change the name of it. And then I did not associate the fact that I had it. So it's like two things, change the name and don't, and you don't have it, right? So both of those things I would say here, take 
incurable is gone forever. Never fucking heard of her. Lifelong. Mm, I don't fucking think so because it's about time that shit's leaving. So I don't know what you mean by lifelong. Have I, you know, been working towards enjoying my ideal body for a while? Yeah, I have. And I'm really excited for this new chapter where I'm going to enjoy the fruits of my labor or something like that. We just, we cannot assume that it's like, don't assume that it's incurable or that it's lifelong. I don't care who's told you that. Like, fuck them. Why are you listening to them? It's This is your life, your body. You make the decisions, okay? So that's step one. Step two is doing the um, – hold on. Sorry. I don't remember. I don't know. I might say I might say out of order, to be honest with you. I don't remember what order I put it in the episode. But it's um, – actually, now I do remember. Maybe it's visualizations, the second – Visualization, affirmations, and then doing the work. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's changing the association. And then the next thing would be using visualization to, for me, like when I was doing my face, I was every single day, I was visualizing all of my nerve endings reconnecting and firing up. And just over and over, I was like, like a switchboard. I was flipping it on and everything lights up, flipping on everything lights up. I like looked at the, um, the actual nerve patterns of the face so I could see exactly where my nerves were so that I, when I visualize them, I was visualizing the right fucking shit, you know, and like visualizing this like little lightning bolts and zapping on, just make, turning it on, turning it on, turning it on all day long. Cause I had nothing to fuck. I couldn't watch TV. I couldn't read. I couldn't do anything. I could barely see. So I just had to sit around and I was just turning my face on all day long, turning my face on, turning my face on, turning my face on, visualizing. The other part of it was, is the affirmations. You know, my face is perfectly symmetrical. It works perfectly fine. It works. Both sides work evenly. When I smile, both sides, you know, all those things describing what I wanted it to be like, I had to use affirmations, not only the visualization, but the affirmation to describe what I wanted my, my body to be. And then the fourth step is to actually do the physical 3D world healing, whatever it is that, you know, don't stop taking your medication. Don't stop doing your 3D, your physical therapy or whatever it is. We still do the 3D reality stuff because that stuff is manifestation as well. Those things are manifestations as well. So, you know, I, I, I would never uh, suggest people don't listen to their doctors as far as like treatment goes. When I say don't listen to them, I mean like when they tell you it's incurable, don't adopt that lifestyle. When they tell you this is forever, don't adopt that lifestyle. Like whether or not it's existing in your body, that's a different fucking story. I'm not going to tell myself and, and live the life of and put the identity, the ID tag on myself that says I'm going to have this for life. I don't fucking think so. Let them carry that fucking burden. That's not you. But still, obviously, take your medication, do your treatment. Like that part, I'm not, I'm not, please don't think that I'm telling you not to do your regular treatments in any way. I'm saying do your regular treatments. That's literally part of it. Step four continue doing the 3D. I had to take steroids and they literally told me they gave me meditation as a, what I had, uh, as a, they prescribed meditation in the hospital. They're like, you can meditate. I'm like, oh, all right, <laughs> I will. Um, I had to take my steroids and the, the meditation. I had things that I had to do in the physical world that my doctors told me to do. Obviously I would have meditated anyways. Um, but you do all of it. We, and I, I call it throwing the book at it. So when you have an illness or whatever, throw the book at it. Your visualizations, your affirmations, your confirmations, your your physical um, actions are all in the story working to validate and continue the perfect functioning of your body. So if you're looking at, let's say something, let's say, and, and forgive me, I'm going to say some things right now and I forgive me if I sound ableist, okay? I'm, I'm going to be real frank with you. If I do, I don't know. I really don't know because I, I'm fortunate enough to not have had that situation. So I can't say whether or not 
I'm, I hope I don't offend anybody with what I'm about to say. I was going to say something like, if it's something very obvious, like if you can't walk, right? Like if you can't walk and you're looking, you know, and again, I don't know, you're in physical therapy or you're, you're in a chair or whatever. And you're seeing physically like these, I can't do these things. It's, it's, it's those thoughts that kind of like keep you there. And I'm not saying it'll cure paralysis or whatever. I'm just saying those thoughts in the moment that validate that this issue is, is, is yours. That's how you stay, man, stay in, manifesting in a reality where that's the case, right? So if you look at Dr. Joe Dispenza, he has, according to him, he has a lot of uh, records of people healing from their mind of all kinds of diseases, incurables, paralysis, blindness, deafness, all kinds of stuff, cancer. So, so what I want to say to this is, when it's in the body and you're feeling it or you're looking at it, that's where your affirmations need to be really on top. Like, my body is so strong. My legs work so well. I feel so healthy. Uh, thank you for my body. Like, whatever it is, we want to be using the affirmation in the positive when it gets hard. Because if you're if it's getting hard in the body and you're agreeing, you're not making any change. You know what I'm saying? So it's like – you when it gets hard is when it's most important to affirm through it. And that's why I suggested to watch my, the mindset Monday, even though the four steps are, the four steps are clearly laid out on the podcast. So if you go to my podcast a year ago, manifest physical healing in your body, four step process clearly laid out. If you go to mindset Monday from a year ago where I come on and talk about it when I'm wearing like the white sweatshirt that you can see me in real time doing what I'm talking about. So that, and again, I'm not a doctor. Please don't take this as medical advice. Please don't stop the treatments that your doctors are giving you, but you can conceptualize this differently. Casey says, I get paranoid that men could be talking to me for just sex, so I curse them out if I sense even a little... But that's their intention because I'm tired and I know I deserve better. Can I just focus on self-concept and not revising how I see men? First of all, you don't have to talk to anybody you don't want to. And if they start giving you some shit, I would do the same thing, right? Like, like if it's it's very off-putting to like be looking to just get to know somebody and it immediately goes to sex, I'm with you there. Uh person this is my personal opinion. Um, and so personally, I would do the same fucking thing. Anytime somebody tries to slide in my DMs, I'm, I never acknowledge it. Like, it's just, I'm, I'm married. Get the fuck out of here. I'm no, no interest. So, so I, I feel you on that. I agree there 100%. I don't think that that is a problem. I mean, like, it's your choice. If you don't, if somebody gives you vibes that you don't like, fucking who cares? Don't talk to them. You know, you don't know them. There's a stranger on the internet. They could be as fucking creepy as you want. They could be great. But if they're going to drop some sex stuff right away, then maybe I have some questions about their intentions. To be real frank with you, I don't think that you're your uh, approach to that is needs any work. That's my opinion as a person. That's not my business as a coach. That's my opinion as a woman. I don't see anything wrong with what you said there, that part. However, can I just focus on self-concept and not revising how I see men? And I'll get to the next one next. That part, no, I don't believe so because you see how do I say this? 
from what I've gathered from what you've sent in um, to the chat, not just from today, but in, in you know previous weeks, I don't think that your concept of men fits into the story that you want it to be. And that's why I think that you sh should do both. Definitely focus on the self-concept and not necessarily focusing on manifesting them. And I don't know if you were here at the beginning, but we have um, a testimonial from Philip who did the work last, the homework last week of just working on excitement and it made their SP come through. So just working on yourself, 100% great. However, I do think it's important that you revise the way you think about men because from what I've seen so far, it doesn't match up to what you want, right? Like what you're reacting to and how you react to it continues the story that, that they're being this way, right? So that's one thing. The other thing is when you said, life is short, so if I sense that childish crap, I tell them off and move on. I'm so open to love and ready for relationship. Okay. Oh, also about the t telling them off part, the cursing them out. I don't want to say I. that's how I feel about that. I mean, like, I would just go, like I said, I would just not answer. I would just ghost because I just don't put up with that shit. But if you curse them out, I mean, that's whatever, your business. I'm talking about the way that you approach it. Like, if you bring up sex to me, we're not going to fucking talk. Like, if, we're, if I just met you, I haven't even, we haven't even had a conversation. You're already talking about sex. Goodbye. Right? Like, I, again, that part I agree with. The cursing them out, that's on you. That's your decision. I have, that's none of my business. Um, if you sense the childish crap, tell them off. Fine. That's on you. This is the part that's raising red flags to me. Uh, and tell them to move on because I am so open to love and ready for a relationship. I question that because I don't think that you believe fully 100% that that kind of love is being sent to you, right? You're working on it, it sounds like, but uh, this is this is where the problem is, right? Because you asked about, can I not do self-concept and just let this through? That's where I, or excuse me, can I not revise how I see men and just let the relationship come through. I think that there's contradiction there. There's, it feels frictiony to me. So I would say work on that. The men that do contact you are open, kind, honest, um, respectful, uh, gentlemanly. I don't know what, like look up words that mean, you know, not that, that would, what they're not doing. How do I say this? Look up words that mean respectful. Like go to the thesaurus.com and look up other words for respectful and start describing men that way. That they always, um, you know, respect your boundaries. Um, they understand you. They say the right things. You feel very comfortable when you're talking to new people. Things like that. That That's where I would say your work needs to be done um, so that you can be open and ready for the relationship because it's like you're open and then you close yourself off immediately because they're not giving you what you want to see. So it's like the, what you want is not what's actually going on. And not, not that it's wrong, but that's just like what I see going on. Right. So <sighs> does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Cause she goes, men that contact me are open, kind, honest, respectful. Love that. Man, it's my affirmations. Yes. Okay. So it's not just about affirmations. This is how men are period. This is how you see men period. There, there is no other option, right? Like this can't just be, these are the affirmations I'm using. This is how men are you know? And, and if you see contradiction of that, it's like, wow, that's crazy. Cause luckily the men in my life or the men that, that come to me or the men that I talk to you are so blah, 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 right? Like you want to make sure that when you see the, the actions that you don't like, it's, it's the exception, not the rule, right? Because we've been flip-flopping it. We see things that we don't like and we're like, see, that's how it always is. And we're expecting the exception to come through and fix everything. But that's, 
it's just, we're not, our language isn't set up to do that. Aliyah says, been rewriting people. How do I try to my best to ignore the 3D and see them being the version I want? It's difficult in the moment to see the version I want sometimes. Um, yeah, I, it is difficult in the moment. Um, it takes practice. It takes discipline. I would say awareness and discipline. Those are the cornerstones of 360 Method. That's my signature program, 360method.co, if you want to sign up or get info. Um, but you've got to be aware you have to stay super present in the moment when you're interacting with like uh, your S. Like think about it like this way. The SP, a specific person, whatever the manifestation is, the thing that you don't have that you want, if you're interacting with it in your regular life, it's probably, the it's most likely triggering you, right? Like it's most likely going to trigger you into thinking your your current version thoughts, right? Like you see it. There it is. I know I'm trying to manifest it, but they're the fucking right, right there, fucking looking like it always has been, not changing. So it's in those moments that you keep it there, right? You you prevent it from shifting. So I would say that, like, you know, just kind of like what we were talking about, like you've done the the rewriting, the conceptualizing part. Now you have to do the actual physical um, uh, validation of it in the 3d reality, meaning that if your, if your rewrite is true, then, then you got to be super careful of how you think about it in real time while it's happening. So, so awareness and discipline, you have to, you got to pay attention. You need to know what you're saying. You need to be able to, you know, uh, shut down a thought or sentence in the moment when it's describing or reaction. I'll say a reaction as well when it's describing or, uh, reiterating the three, the current 3D, and you need to shift your focus, and you need to just like hunker down and shift and and make yourself look at it differently, respond differently, think a different thought, think a more expansive thought, think a thought that's more um like if you you catch yourself saying um this fucking shit's not working, you know what actually it is working, it is unfolding, or it's it's always been working, or you, something, just literally something that can redirect you back to the um, the correct direction, right? Um, the way that I look at manifesting, my approach, the way I teach 360, all that stuff, I look at it like this. Like every second of every, every thought you think, let's look at it like this. Every thought you think is like a footstep, and you're always taking footsteps. Like if you're alive on planet earth, you're taking footstep after footstep after footstep after footstep from the moment you're born to the moment you die. So if I can't stop taking footsteps, which I can't, you can't, I mean, like think about thinking, we can slow our thinking and we can like pause it. And that's what we do with meditation is trying to slow it and, and, uh, do it more deliberately. So we can, uh, point ourselves in the proper direction thought by thought, but that's where awareness and discipline comes in. That's exactly what I'm talking about is you got to know that you're, what thoughts you're saying. You need to know if your feet are leading you in the direction of a reality you want to be in, or are your steps or feet, whatever thoughts leading you in a reality that you don't want to be in. And, and you always have to be aware of where you're stepping. Like if, if you don't want to step in shit, you better be watching where the fuck your feet are going basically is my point. Right? So if you don't want to be stepping in shit in your 3d reality, watch where the fuck you're going. And it sounds like you're not, it sounds like you've, you know, you've accidentally gotten yourself to like a, sh a, a shit field and you're just like looking all everywhere, but down, why the fuck does it smell like shit everywhere? <laughs> Sorry. This is a very language heavy. <laughs> I was laughing in the other room. This is a very language heavy episode. I don't know why. So awareness and discipline, watch where you're stepping and then don't fucking step there.
And feeling down sometimes ruin my manifestation. I want to say no. Um, okay, no, okay, no. Can it? Obviously, it can. Do you have to let it? No, you don't. So this is where awareness and discipline comes in again. And I would invite you to read the book, um, Asking It Is Given by Esther Hicks. We were talking about her earlier. Asking It Is Given by Abraham Hicks or Esther Hicks is a great book to help you know how to keep yourself going when you feel down. But that's like how. Let's talk about why. Can it ruin your manifestation? Can it? Of course it can. Does it have to? No. And here's why. Life is always full of upside downs, upside downs, ups and downs. No matter how rich you are, no matter how beautiful you are, no matter how much love you have, no matter how many followers you have, no matter how great your relationship is, no matter how amazing everything in your life is, there will always be ups and downs. There's no way to escape that. And I'll prove it to you right now is like even the richest people in the world have, you know, people that die. And I think personally grieving is like the worst thing we have to experience is losing somebody is that we love is like the worst things humans as on a whole have to go through, right? It's like a, a universal human experience. I think that's the worst one personally, that's my opinion. So knowing that I could have every manifestation I've ever wanted, every, I could, I could be Elon, I could be Jeff Bezos and still lose, you know, somebody close to me. It's going to make me feel something down. Like it's going to make me feel down, right? Like there's just no way around it. So does that mean that Mr. Jeff Bezos, and I'm just, just as a reference or Mr. Mr. Musk or whatever, with lots and lots and lots of money who appear to have it all. Do they really? Like, do you think that they never have bad days? Do you think they're never sad or upset or triggered or have, you know, stuff from their childhood come up? Absolutely not. Everybody deals with it no matter what they've been able to accomplish. So, so you can see that you can still achieve the unthinkable and, 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 you know, experience things that are like, I don't want to comment anyone's personal life. Like it's none of my, I don't know these people. It's none of my business, but like, you know, Jeff Bezos went through a a divorce. He may, they may have parted on the best ways possible. Divorce is still a lot of fucking work and it's still really hard and stressful no matter what. So again, there's no guarantee that, that, that nothing bad will ever happen to you just because you get your manifestations. And if you think that that's what the deal is, then you're going to be really fucking disappointed when shit happens and you're not going to know how to handle it. So yes, it will affect your manifestations because you won't know how to handle it. And you're going to be like, why is this happening? (laughs) So when something happens, when you're down, I'm down right now. I'm feeling down. And so what am I going to do? I'm going to do extra self-care. I'm going to call my therapist. I'm going to take a walk. I'm going to call my best friend. I'm going to eat some ice cream. I'm going to watch some cat videos. I'm going to lay on the couch. I'm going to do the shit that brings me joy. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to, whatever it is that you're, is your thing. I'm going to do the things that make me feel good on a normal day when I'm not feeling shitty so that I can maybe bring myself up to a normal level when I'm down. But even so, I'm just going to treat myself with kindness and I'm going to continue watching my manifestations unfold, even if I feel shitty or whatever. Like it's, it's, I feel shitty and my stuff's working out. So does that make sense? Like just because you feel down, it has nothing to do with your manifestations until you think it does, until you associate that with it, until you think, oh, I'm down. Now my manifestations aren't right. Oh, I'm sad. Now they're not going to, oh, they didn't text me back. Now it's not me. Like that's when it gets ruined is when you make assumptions about it. But if you can just be down and be like, yeah, I'm fucking down right now. And I'm a human being. 
I'm not supposed to be up all the time. What's up all the time? Nothing's up all the time. So, you know, making peace with the fact that down is going to happen. And if it, it can't not, it's part of life. And the downs are what make the, the ups so good. So we don't want to like not have them. We just want to be able to get through them without thinking that everything in the fucking world is over because we don't feel good today. With love. This is what our homework is going to be. I want you to pay, we're going to do the hyper focus again. This is where we're going to be paying attention to negative assumptions. What do we mean by negative assumptions? Meaning that, like, for example, we had a, we had a, a super chat came through that was like, or a message came through that was like, I, I'm doing the work internally and externally. I'm blah, 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 blah. I might be mixing up messages here. Let me know. I'm trying to paraphrase. Anyways, the message was, I'm doing the work, 3D reality, blah, blah, blah happened. This and this and this. How come it's not working? Right? The how come it's not, or, oh, I didn't get the text, so now this, or I said something and now they're triggered, uh, or um, they sent this, and, and or I didn't get the job, so this, or my mom said this, so now this. That moment, the negative assumption, the assuming that because X thing happened, that now Y thing must follow. Even if X has happened a billion times and Y has happened every time after, we're going to we're going to change directions between x and y okay so if x thing occurs i don't give a fuck let it happen twice how about three times because every time x happens z happens for me and z is great does that make sense let's look at our negative assumptions and let's and then so let's in in and honestly like these are really good because this is stuff that's automatic this is stuff that's underlying this is stuff that we probably aren't catching very often because it happens so fast. I express my feelings. They didn't write me back. What the fuck's wrong? You know, when in reality, you express your feelings. That's amazing. You stood your ground. You expressed your boundaries. That's incredible. That moment actually deserved a pat on the back for you and a celebration. And we turn it into what have I done wrong? And that's where we want to stop. So that's what our homework is going to be. I hope that's clear. And I want us to start identifying your negative assumptions this week. Pay attention to your negative assumptions. When do I assume things are going, like, we're all doing great, right? We're all working on our manifestation. And at some point, now it sucks. What is that point and why? Let's find that out. Let's dig into that, okay? I love you all. I appreciate you. Everybody have a fantastic week.